0: Coming up next on Motherhood and Filtered is going to be okay.
1: Our practitioners are your health detectives. You know, we're the sleuths, the private eye with the <laughs> magnifying glass. And we're looking yeah. <laughs> for what is going on that's hidden. And wow. so we're not the... GP that has 15 minutes to see you and ask you, how are you feeling today? What are you here for? Cough, Mm -hmm. sneeze, whatever. Open your mouth say, ah, we're -hmm. not doing that. Okay, what we're doing is we're looking at the whole history of the client. So we're looking for a timeline from the moment they were born to what's happening today. And Mm -hmm. we're looking for these things that are telling us, what are you dealing with? We're not just going to give you a medication that band-aids the situation.
0: Hello, everybody. This is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay. And today I have Magic Barclay on as a guest. She's been a single mother of two for the past 10 years. And in that time, stress and the roller coaster of life has seen her face her mortality a number of times. She's a cancer, Lyme disease, stroke, diabetic, heart attack, and hypoxia survivor. So this is going to be a good conversation and she is a mold toxicity master practitioner and an expert in the PNEI which is a psychoneuroendoimmunology of trauma and an advanced immune practitioner and an advanced practitioner in innate immunity and functional health solutions And the list goes on. But before I bring her on, because I'm really excited to talk to her, I know when we first talked, we really connected and we had such a great conversation. I enjoyed it so much. But before I bring her on, I just want to say, if you are listening to this on the podcast, please go to iTunes or Apple iTunes or Spotify and rate and review the episode or the podcast. That lets me know how well I'm doing. Without further ado, Magic. Hello, how are you? (laughs) Well, I'm so glad that you did decide to interview with me, especially since it's so early, early, early where you are at the moment. Tell us about yourself. And where you're from, and how you started your magical life, health, wealth, and weight loss
1: program. Sure. Well, I'm just outside Melbourne in Australia. And yes, it is a bit early. (laughs) Okay, here we are. Oh, you're fine. (laughs) How did I get into my podcast and my business? Well, first of all, my podcast, I'd been through so much myself, and I thought, surely I'm not the only one. And, you know, the few questions that I have about life, about health, about wealth, about weight loss, I'm sure other people are asking. So I actually love asking multiple guests the same three questions. Mm -hmm. Everyone gives me such different answers. It's amazing. And that not only helps me, but helps the listeners out there who might be like me. So Mm -hmm. that's how I got into that one. But how I got into the business of Holistic Natural Health Australia is through my own health journey. And again, wondering why I wasn't getting the right answers, wondering why I felt dismissed and misled and unheard by mainstream medicine to the point where I had to face my mortality several times. Mm -hmm. I can laugh about it now because honestly, it's just like some really awful comedy when you go to a doctor and they tell you you're making it up and then you go to another doctor several years later and they tell you that you've got a year to live because you didn't address this for years. So, you know, you have to laugh or you'll cry, basically. Yeah, I have been there where I keep telling
0: my doctor, okay, I feel so tired. And he will say, well, the test results say that this is, your numbers are fine. I'm like, well, then something's not right because I'm still feeling like extremely fatigued. And so that goes to um, having an autoimmune disorder. So I know you have an autoimmune disorder, but tell us about
1: how did you find the product that you use to help you? Sure, before I do that, let me address when your test numbers are fine because this is a really important point to make. Mainstream medicine say something is idiopathic. Now, the definition of idiopathic is of no known cause. So in other words, when they say you have idiopathic autoimmune or idiopathic whatever, they're saying, we don't know where it came from. And your test numbers are normal because particularly blood tests, they're just a snapshot in time. So they're whatever is coursing through the blood past the needle point At that millisecond that the needle is drawing the blood, that's not a true representation of what's actually going on in the body. It's just Mm -hmm. what's happening right then. So when they say your numbers are fine, you're fine. No, not necessarily. And, you know, that's when they'll say, look, it's idiopathic. In other words, you're making it up and we don't know where it came from. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that a lot of doctors, and I'm not saying all doctors, but a lot of doctors rely on this word idiopathic. So as soon as you hear that, you've got to go, no, 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 no. Take me mm-hmm. seriously. Something is wrong. So if
0: that's the case, like in that moment of time when they you know, draw the blunt, is that something that you should say, well, I need you to do it again, you know, or we need to do this more often?
1: Yeah, look, you probably don't need to do it again, but just understand that yes, the blood test is a great indicator, but it's not the whole story. So as long as you take it with a grain of salt, Mm -hmm. you know, so to speak, just go, well, that's what was happening right then, but it does indicate something. Mm -hmm. But blood tests and urine tests and whatever tests that you're doing can come within normal ranges. And this is another problem with testing. And that is the fact an integrative pathologist or a mainstream pathologist or even two separate mainstream pathologists will have different reference ranges. So what looks okay in, within range for one testing company for another might not be within range. Yeah. So just really important, again, just use these tests as an indicator. They are not a tool for diagnosis. They yeah. are just to give the practitioner an idea of where things are headed. That's a good point to
0: make. I mean, even though your doctor may be a general practitioner, that doesn't mean that he specializes in that disorder, you know, that you may have or, or what's happening with you. That reminds me that you have a program that you go through a questionnaire type thing in it ask you all kinds of questions about how you are and you operate. So how does that work? Um, what does that determine?
1: Yeah. So we have a root cause analysis and this is complimentary to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think when you and I last spoke, it was 17 pages. Well, it's grown now. It's now 33 pages. So, <laughs> you know, my clients say, I sent you my thesis. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> and. That's not including previous test results they may have. So that's added yeah. on. So what yeah. we're covering is some of the major systems of the bodies. So we're looking at the immune system, the reproductive system, the endocrine system. We're looking at the digestive system. We're looking at a lot of these big systems of the body and asking mm-hmm. some questions that maybe you haven't been asked before. right? They have and the answers have changed. Wow. and we're looking at those answers and really getting the historical information that we need now following that we have an aces questionnaire so that this is all part of this root cause analysis form mm-hmm. and that tells us any adverse childhood experiences from obviously from your childhood yeah and that's important too because an aces score tells us if there's likely to be limbic system involvement in what we're dealing with, with the client. And then we also now have a neurotransmitter uh, questionnaire, which has eight different sections, which tell us which major neurotransmitters or neurotransmitter pathways might be affected by what you've been dealing with. Mm -hmm. And that's important because we know that mental health can be affected by gut health, for example, just one of the indicators. Yeah. So, you know, we'll ask you the same questions in different ways and that Mm. information then helps us form where your protocol will need to go. There is no one size fits all protocol. Uh, We do have the same package that we offer in different amounts of sessions to people, Mm -hmm. but the protocol in that package will be individual and it will really rely on what we find in that root cause analysis. Wow. So much of that
0: makes sense to me because like the mental health and the get help. When I'm sad and depressed, the first thing I start doing is just eating all processed foods that is totally not good. And then I sit here and watch my stomach just swell up, you know, because it's like, stop,
1: it tastes good, but you know, you're killing me. (laughs) Exactly. So I used to eat potato chips. I used to just love the saltiness of potato chips. Yeah. It wasn't about the potato chip. If someone had given me a block of salt, I probably would have just sucked on that. <laughs> and why? Because I was under such high stress at the time Yeah. that my adrenals were going so fast. Mm-hmm. And one of the hormones involved in the adrenals working is called aldosterone. Mm-hmm. And when your aldosterone is low, that looks like salt cravings. So for me, my need to eat potato chips when I was under all this stress was the fact that my eldersterone was too low. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't the fact that I actually wanted the potato chips. So, you know, again, our mental health and our our dietary cravings can really indicate where the problem is and, you know, no whisper needs to be silenced you really need to listen to it because it's going to tell you Mm -hmm. what's going on somewhere else so you know we dismiss these cravings we dismiss our need for chocolate or chips or alcohol and we really don't look at what that's actually telling us oh my gosh magic i mean that would
0: explain i guess instead of thinking about oh i have no self-control I need to stop eating the Swiss cake rolls and instead try and find out what is happening in
1: my body that thinks that I need to have that. Totally. And when we're going for those Swiss cake rolls, or in my case, potato chips, yeah, we do. We beat ourselves up about it, and we say, "I am so addicted to this." Because yeah, you're making that happen by saying you're addicted. That's yeah. you making it happen. That sounds like you're asking for it, but no, you're not. But you are making this part of your language in, Yeah. I am addicted to this. I need to eat this. I can't stop eating this. Yeah. But you're not saying, what are you telling me? Right. And this is what we really need to do because above all else, our bodies actually want us to be alive. I uh, know it doesn't feel like that sometimes, <laughs> especially when you have autoimmune. <laughs> but yeah, I, they I actually, actually do. And the things <laughs> that happen in the body to keep you alive may not be pleasant because you know pleasant isn't part of keeping you alive it's about freeing you from that immediate danger and whatever happens down the road happens down the road but right now you're alive so you know we really do have to say as we're picking up the Swiss cake roll what is this (laughs) telling me why do I I feel the urge to (laughs) eat this what's going on yeah sometimes it's just you want the Swiss cake roll
0: have at it Well, that's a good point and definitely something that we need to, I guess, slow down and pay attention and be more intentional about what we're doing so that we can think about why we're doing this. And that would be something that you could talk to your practitioner about or they could talk to you about that. So what is in the product that you use? That
1: will help you feel better. Look, <laughs> we use some supplementation. We do. We use practitioner ID supplements. But we also use a whole range of techniques. Now, we'll get to this in a minute, but we use some P and E I techniques. We use uh the functional health solutions techniques and innate immunity techniques. We use some essential oils. We love using essential oils because mm-hmm. I mean it's just so I love much goodness. <laughs> you know, so much goodness. But uh-huh. There's a number of things that we do, and this is all part of your package when you start working with us, Mm -hmm. that we select the best things for you. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to just sell you, you know, two shopping bags of supplements. No. Right. What we're going to do is hand select some supplements for you. So no matter where you are in the world, you will actually get a welcome pack in the mail, a little box, maybe not so little. Pretty big box actually. bullet <laughs> of some stuff that we need for you to take along your journey. Mm-hmm. And so there might be some dietary changes for a little while. And mm-hmm. so that will be in the box. There'll be some supplementation for a little while. That will mm-hmm. be in the box. We don't want you on supplements forever. We just want mm-hmm. you to kick start the body back into what it needs to do. And then, you know, along the way we have Zoom calls and we do the techniques with you guys mm-hmm. and So everything is individualized to what you're dealing with.
0: If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you So that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, it's A N C H O R.fm to get started. I like that. And um, so I take it that people have already tried this because you've had your business for a long time now. So what is like the number one thing that people notice, you know, after being on the program for
1: what is it, a month or at least? Yeah. So I actually spoke to a lady this week and she's been on her program for three weeks. And prior to starting the program, she felt like crap. I'm just yeah. going to say it like that. <laughs> Nothing was working mentally, physically, emotionally. Right. You really just And I actually hadn't heard from her and I thought, well, better touch base, see if she needs an appointment. Right. So, yep, she had her appointment this week. And I said, listen, you know, what's going on? I haven't heard from you. She goes, I feel so good. Three wow. weeks in, she goes, sorry, it's graphic. I'm pooping really well. I'm eating really well, my weight's dropping, I've got such energy. There's just a couple yeah. of things mentally I can't get around. So I said, okay, we'll do some PNEI work in this session. We did that. By the end of it, she was ready to go and conquer the the things that had been staring her down in her life. Yeah. And this is only her second appointment. So wow. she is on a package of eight appointments She said, what are we going to do for the next six? And I said, we're going to make sure this stays right. (laughs) That's what we're going to do. She goes, I've only just started and my life's changed. Yeah. I love success stories like that because she's done the work. I've been her guide along the way, but she's done the work.
0: Yeah, I like that you mentioned her pooping thing because nobody wants to talk about that, but so many of us, suffer from constipation or irritable bowel syndrome. And we all know that's affected by, uh, first of all, you know, poor eating habits, but also from stress. Myself included and my sisters all suffer from, and my mother suffered from some form of irritable bowel syndrome. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I just, it just seems like we need to pay attention to this.
1: We do, so IBS is one of those things. There's so many types of IBS. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because they're often stirred by pathogens. And some of these pathogens are hereditary. So if your mum has this pathogen, mm-hmm. for example, when you're born, guess what? You're likely to have it. <laughs> so I'm sorry to break that, to you? But this is what we do. We go after these pathogens and we help uh. you do this. So that you can send an email. We love emails with, I got (laughs) today and it felt great. (laughs) You know? Yeah. You can't share that with your practitioner. There's something wrong. I know, right? I mean, you know,
0: anytime my boys would say, mom, my stomach hurts, I'm like, well, when was the last time you had a bowel movement? You know? And they're like, why is that the first thing you Because that is usually the
1: problem. (laughs) Well, I raise my two boys to know they can talk to me about what the poo looks like. <laughs> you know, there's a Bristol stall chart and there's several types of presentation of your poo mm-hmm. and that tells you a lot about your body. So, you know, my boys, will, I mean, they're 20 and 23 now and they still live with me. They'll come out of the bathroom and they'll go, it's all right, mum, it's a nice smooth log, no cracks in it." <laughs> yep.
0: That's <laughs> hilarious! Well, it's true. I mean, we do need to pay attention to that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know it stinks, you know, or whatever, but or is the taboo subject. It needs to dress. <laughs>
1: it's so important.
0: <laughs> so what is a PNEI
1: of trauma? So explain that to me. PNEI is psychoneuroendoimmunology and trauma that we have in our childhood or trauma that we're facing today, it can be acute or chronic, has lasting effects on our body. And there's four systems in particular that work together. So the P is the psycho, it's the thing that you feel or think after something has happened. Mm-hmm. And these thoughts and feelings can be seen by the body as pathogenic. So they can be dangerous, you know, and that's that negative thought or that I'm not good enough thought, something like that. It's going to keep harming you. Mm-hmm. So your limbic brain, so the central part of your brain, which creates these thoughts and feelings, will send messages to the nervous system. As mm-hmm. so the nervous system connects to the base of the brain, And it says, do you know what, there's something not safe here. So the nervous system picks that up and says, do you know what, now you're going to feel some pain or I'm going to conduct some messages through the rest of the nervous system and you're going to maybe not be able to feel your fingers and you'll get numbness and tingling. Just Mm -hmm. an example It does so much more. Or it ramps up the stress response so that you go into the fight, flight, freeze, fade mode with your adrenal, because your nervous system sends the message through right? because you thought something. Now, when the nervous system does all these things, right, your endocrine system jumps in to back it up. So your hormones change. So you could be, you know, low on estrogen or low on testosterone, or Mm -hmm. it might I was low on aldosterone, so I needed to eat salty things because this threat message is coming through. Started as a thought of feeling, Became a nervous system response. Now it's become a hormonal response. Now all of this signals to the immune system, the big dog on the block. It says, "You are in danger right now. Do oh, something." Lord. Oh, yeah, thank a God. Yeah. <laughs> now, so <laughs> all of this happening. So all of a sudden, you feel flu-y. Maybe head cold. Maybe it's something worse. You know, maybe some viral outbreak happens. You get cold sores on your lip or something. This is Mm -hmm. all because the the P and the N and the E have gone, you know, like danger, danger. Yeah, yeah. So the immune system says, I need to keep you safe. Here we go. Here's what I'm doing. An immune response. And when these immune responses are set for long enough, they can become an autoimmune. And an autoimmune is not your body attacking you. That is what some doctors say. And it makes me giggle, but it also makes me cry because no, your body is not attacking you. Mm -hmm. Your immune system is seeking to find whether it's an undigested protein or a a pathogen or something that doesn't look right. And it's Mm -hmm. going after that. And there are different types of immune types. Some are catabolic. They break things down. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. if they can't find what they're looking for, they can break you down. So it's not attacking you. It's doing something to help you. Mm -hmm. But it could be getting stuck in a certain response. So that's how the PNEI works. And trauma is one of those things that triggers this response. Oh, my
0: gosh. That is like a buttload of therapy needed. (laughs) (laughs) For some. (laughs) Which is why you're... uh, you would need to do the root analysis where, you know, yeah. it went from 17 pages to 33 pages because, yeah, we need it, to know it would take all of those questions to figure out this
1: person's got some serious stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. So our practitioners are your health detectives. You know, we're the sleuths, the private eye with the <laughs> magnifying glass. And we're looking yeah. <laughs> for what is going on that's hidden. And so we're not the GP that has 15 minutes to see you and ask you, how are you feeling today? What are you here for? Cough, Mm -hmm. sneeze, whatever. Open your mouth say, ah, we're -hmm. not doing that. Okay. What we're doing is we're looking at the whole history of the client. So we're looking for a timeline from the moment they were born to what's happening today. And Mm -hmm. we're looking for these things that are telling us, what are you dealing with? We're not just going to give you a medication that, band-aids the situation right for what is it that's causing all of this oh my lord it might take more than 33
0: pages for all the stuff I have to unload
1: (laughs) what if it takes more than that then it takes more than that it is what it is (laughs) that's what I know
0: I just think of like all the things I know that some of the stuff that I struggle with is because of things that have happened growing up and or as a young adult or when I was first married you know and it's just so it just accumulates it's like a snowball you know it just gets bigger and bigger and at this point I'm
1: like I don't know what the heck to do and that's the thing something can happen when we're three and then something can happen when we're you know 14 and something yeah. can happen when we're 25 and whatever and it does it becomes the little snowflake turns into a snowball yeah turns into this immense snow turns into into a yeah and then you know you're 50 and you're like what's the (laughs) heck
0: (laughs) right that's (laughs) i mean i'm thinking back to the my very first memory of you know something bad happening and i did not know how to vocalize that you know i mean i was four it was awful but and I know that your mind will try to push the memory back so you don't have to think about it, you know, or you don't have to deal with it.
1: And um, sometimes that's just not good. You need to take care of it. Exactly, so, especially for people our age, and I'm saying, you know, the late 40s to right. early 60s. Right. We were brought up to don't vocalize. Don't cry. I know here in Australia, and Mike's father said it all the time, if yeah. I was crying as a kid, he'd say, stop crying now or I'll give you something to cry about. Oh, my God. My mom to that all the time. <laughs> no, that, that was our this age group, you know, our age group, and that's kind of how things went. It was like yeah. suck it up, princess, move yeah. on, yeah. you know. Yeah. But these problems, these, these thoughts, the, the P part of that P and E-I, doesn't go away yeah. it just buries deep in the caverns of our mind and it yeah. keeps injuring us and so you know I'm I'm 50 this year and mm-hmm. I've been working on things that happened when I was three because yeah. for 47 years this thing's just been like whacking me constantly <laughs> in my brain it's like making it's... me do other things <laughs> so you know we're off that age group and yeah. you know particularly women We've maybe just found out independence, maybe we've had a, a bit of a change in our life, a divorce or new husband, or you yeah. know, found out that we're not into men anymore, or whatever it is. Yeah. But, you know, so we've had some massive life changes. Kids are growing right. up, leaving us, we're not mothers all the time. So we're having these changes sure. and so these thoughts that happened when we were children that we were told, Do you know what? Bury that. We don't talk yeah. about, we're not dealing with that. You know, if you yeah. don't stop, we'll give you something to cry about. All yeah. this stuff jumping up at us now. Yeah. And so we're seeing a very injured population, particularly women. Mm-hmm. Men, I'm not discounting them at all, right? but you know, particularly women because mm. our roles in life are changing. We're hitting menopause and it's like, well, I didn't feel great then and now this has happened. Holy <laughs> heck. You no know what's that thing, you know? So it's all right now. Yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, the whole menopause thing is it's a nightmare. I mean, it's a roller coaster. I mean, what's up with these night sweats? You know, I wake, I go to bed smelling like a flower and I wake up smelling like a, a boar, you know,
1: <laughs> like. It well, happen. what's <laughs> up with these night bits It's usually low estrogen. So, you know, here comes that E, that endocrine jumping in and it's trying to keep you safe. <laughs> not fun, but, you know, there's things that we can do yeah. to rebalance our bodies. But I guess the first thing we have to say is it's not our fault. We never asked yeah. for this to happen, but we do need to address why it's happening But remember, above all else, it's not your fault. It's not idiopathic. It's not made up. And it's not of no known cause. (laughs) It's actually (laughs) that.
0: So, Magic, I know you have your own podcast and it's called The Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. But how can we reach out to you if we want to know more about how to maybe start trying to figure out what the
1: heck's the matter with this, you know. <laughs> well, you can visit our website. So that's www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au and that's holistic with a W because we treat with holism. We don't look at one particular thing. We look at everything. Right. Uh, and there you can find um, the root cause analysis. You can you can book that there. We uh-huh. can request to book one there, and <laughs> so what we're doing is when we see that pop up on our calendar or in our email system, we will send know. you the form. And so we work all around the world via Zoom, so we can work with you if you're in Antarctica. We can work with you if you're in or the US. we here in our own home in yeah. Australia. We can work with you. So. The root cause analysis is complimentary. When we see that booking come through, we uh-huh. send you the 33 page, isn't it? I'm going to have added some more crazy stuff to it, but I can't promise that. But uh, yeah, we give you that form and you will get instructions from me that, yeah. that say something like, please fill in this form, make a cup of tea, take your time, put it down for two days and come back to it because there's going to be a whole lot of stuff you just remembered. Yeah. It's important. Okay. So once you send that back to us, then we can do your Zoom call and we tell you our findings. So we educate you in the root cause analysis appointment as to what we found, how it's happening, the science behind it. Don't worry, we don't get too sciencey. I draw chicken scratch diagrams for you, and <laughs> then you're, you know, might you do a doctor? You right just like one, <laughs> so, so yeah, we would do that, and then we may offer to work with you, but we may yeah. not. We may send you to someone who you need, you know, at the time. It might be you know mm-hmm. cranial sacral therapist, or it might be someone else in our network, or we might find someone for you in your area. But yeah, we're, we're ethical and sustainable above all else. So yeah. the sustainable comes in in our programs. It's something that you're doing that you can keep doing. You don't need us forever. Right. And we're ethical. If we can't work with you, we're going to tell you. Simple as that. Well. well, I like that. It's not
0: something like a gimmick or whatever. I mean, you're actually, this is what we can do. However, you need more than what we could offer so, but let's find you to help that you, that, you know, someone that can help you. So I really like that. I do. I've enjoyed talking with you and uh, getting to know you more. And I hope that you'll be able to come back in the future for another conversation. I would love to. <laughs> I love it. Maybe next time I could be the one that gets up early and. You could be at your regular time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you love this episode of Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay? click the link in the description to check out my mixtape list already set up to get you started if you enjoyed my show motherhood unfiltered please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and be sure to come back next week for another episode of Motherhood Unfiltered. Until then, this is Nikki, the host of Motherhood Unfiltered, and don't forget, it's going to be okay.